What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Dave. And this is Devin. And you're listening to the Dave and Dev Podcast. Dave and Dev. Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev. On my job like Dave and Dev. Tell no lie like Dave and Dev. Some days I wanna stay in bed, but I get ready for the day ahead. I wanna complain, but I pray instead. Then I'm on my way to the Dave and Dev. And it go like, I don't need a crew. Don't play by he say, she say rules. Don't play, no, we can't do. I'd rather have faith while G-O-D make moves. So please stay cool. All, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do. I'm a sinner myself. No lie, I need grace too. We lit like EKU. Yeah. What's up, Devin? Yo, Dave, what's going on, man? Shoot, man, shoot, nothing. Just glad to be on the podcast with you, man. It's a Wednesday, randomly December night. Uh, super excited to to kind of round out the the season of podcasting. How are you? It's bittersweet. You know, we we I think we recorded the most podcasts that we've ever done in a year this year, and now. It's coming to an end for the for the yeah. year. It's crazy. Some some stats for you and our listeners, bro. We recorded more podcasts this year than we did in 2017, 2018, and 2019 combined. We out here grinding. 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 Like I think it's kind of cra- I think That's it's kind of crazy because like like 2020 has been a hard year. And I think it pushed us into like, yo, we like this outlet is more important than ever for us, you know, like let's hop on and talk about this stuff. And so I think it pushed yeah. us to record more. But also, I think you saw us kind of not necessarily step into a lane or step out of our previous lane. But like we probably talked about sports less this year than we have in the past, too. But just kind of some other topics we just had the opportunity to speak upon, uh, which was really cool. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, you, so it's interesting because you said 2020 is a tough year. Like, I feel blessed mm. this year. Like, I don't know about yeah. you. Like, I feel really. Yeah, there's a lot of people that, I know, like, that this, can't say the same now. I'm fortunate. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I just kind of tried to shift the perspectives. Like, I know there's a lot. This It's been a really tough year for a lot of people, but I, I feel like this year has been a year of a lot of growth and a lot mm-hmm. of reflection that, that I've had. I mean, what do you, yeah, what do you no, I absolutely agree. It's been a, it's been a unique year for me, uh, you know, going through some different challenges, uh, moving twice, <laughs> once in the same state, you know, just a little bit down the road to a, to a little bit better place. But, um, you know, it's just been a, it's been a unique year changing jobs and uh, obviously you go into a pandemic and you, there's fear involved and, uh, you know, anxieties and things like that. So I definitely have grown a lot this year. Um, I feel grateful that, you know, I feel like God really laid it upon our hearts to, you know, back in February, late February, early March, to really fire this engine up. And we committed to each other, like, yo, let's, let's, really, let's really kick it into high gear, you know? 
And so from the podcast perspective, I'm really grateful that 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 was kind of laid upon our hearts to do so. And uh, we just kind of wanted to take this episode, this last episode, to kind of review the year and recap and talk a little bit about some of our favorite moments and uh, some different things we had the opportunity to do. And so when you hear things in this episode and you haven't heard the originals, go back and check those out for us, you know, and uh, hopefully you, you learn something or you hear a different perspective or, uh, you know, you, you just get some new insight that maybe you didn't have before. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll kick it off with that, man. So we kind of started out the year. I think our first couple episodes were like kind of just random. I think we talked about what NBA, NFL combine, the oh, Astros, and then the I mean, scandal. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then COVID, COVID hit. Which rocked everybody's yeah. world. But, like you said, I think it actually helped us it, out. It did, it did. Um, uh, it, not in terms, I mean, that, sound, that sounds bad. COVID helped it, us. No, it, 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 creatively, I mean, from the perspective for us to do, kind of get up on our game, um, it kind of did. Yeah. So, I think what really kicked it off, man, was back in uh, the middle of March, after we recorded the first couple podcasts that we did for the year, uh, you know, we had the the Kobe podcast. Uh, we did one on the Astros, uh, the NFL Combine. Like I said, we had one on coronavirus, uh, March Madness, and that was that was a unique one because it was kind of the first time we had mentioned like, you know, is this gonna how's this gonna affect everything? And little did we know how much craziness it was gonna entail. But shortly after that, I hit you up with this idea, um, and we kind of collaborated on how we could bring it to fruition. But you and I, we know a lot of people combined. <laughs> like, we've been doing a lot of different things. You know, we, you play college basketball. I've moved around 100 times. Uh, we come from different areas. We have a lot of roots in different, you know, kind of, kind of spaces. And uh, we came together on this idea to have what we call the coaches clinic. So talk a little bit about that, Devin. Like, what were your thoughts on that? Um, maybe some highlights from it. It's really cool because um, I know we talk about everything else under the sun, but what we like to do primarily is talk about, like, sport news and how that relates to our faith. And so the some of the hardest people to get on their schedule right. is coaches. And, and so this was a time where everything stopped no one knew what was going to happen the next day or whatnot and we had all this opportunity to talk to just different coaches at different levels and I thought that was so much fun um like for me one of my favorite moments was interviewing my team yeah. Jones and getting to hear like and he's in transition from one job to the next and talking about the industry and all that stuff and it's just fun just to talk to him because he's like a brother to me anyway just to catch up with him and I know he's got a super busy schedule so for him to sit down and talk with us, I thought that was great. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. It was it was some uh, cool moments to to kind of look back on. You know, the first person we had on was uh, my guy Keegan, um, and it was it was unique because he was telling us about how they were sitting in a hotel room in Florida, and they were like, "Yeah, y'all ain't playing," <laughs> and you know, just kind of what that looked like, and asking people who their favorite coaches were and why, and you know the. As we always try to do, we try to bring in, you know, faith 
elements, you know, the, the, and everybody had some sort of story, some sort of background, uh, which was really cool. And, uh, getting to interview, I think, I think one of my favorite ones, um, if, if I could, if I could put that to it would be, you know, the interviews with Ryan and, and Charles, just two guys that I knew from Northern Kentucky, um, and just hearing their stories and how they had to fight through adversity in different aspects and different ways. Um, you know, Ryan <clears throat> obviously ended up having a college football career and is now a offensive line coach, assistant coach at the University of Kentucky. Um, after growing up yeah. as a kid with with cancer and, and just the odds that he had to overcome and the and the tremendous you know faith that him and his family had to have to you know kind of just make it, <laughs> let alone thrive. Yeah. And then obviously, a guy like Charles who who kind of came from nothing to to go in and have a decent NFL career and now working to open up a gym and do all these cool things. So that was just really cool for me to bring them on and kind of showcase them to the world um, in a way. And those were definitely some big highlights. Uh, We also got to talk to Mike Austin too, our guy, Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. The coach. Yeah, exactly. That was fun, man. He had a book come out uh, right. Was it, it was like right after the podcast, right? Like a week yeah. later, yeah, we record the podcast. Yeah, and then the book yeah, came man. Out. So yeah. that was cool. I got that sitting on my shelf. So we can say we can say we helped promote it. You know, we helped that's promote right. The book. That's right. Um, another interesting uh, fact for y'all is that uh, the, the seventh episode of Coach's Clinic, we had uh, Sean Hatton on. He's a, a high school D back, defensive backs coach. His team actually this weekend is playing for uh, the in the final four of the Kentucky State tournament. So that's pretty cool. So good luck to him. Shout out to him. Hopefully that they come through and get to play in the state title game. I think he told me. I'll never forget. He talked trash he on the podcast. And, and, he, hey, and he backed it up. He so if he, if he wins this, the championship, if they win the championship, they, he's to. coming back he on the podcast. Because, man, oh, yeah. I mean, he wanted the smoke and he called his shots. So shout out to him, man. I, I'm super excited for Sean. Um, he and I are, we no longer are peers in the same kind of space, but um, he, I'm so fortunate to talk to him quite frequently and I'm, I'm super happy for him. So that kind of rounds out our coaches clinic series. We had tons of super cool moments. Um, we had just great guests, people that were very gracious to be on and, and provide time and, you know, get into the nitty gritty and uh, talk about the hard things that were going on because of COVID and talk about their outlook and, you know, for me, man, in the midst of the madness, it was kind of a lot of laughs in there <laughs> that were just needed. Um, and, you know, I I loved – you mentioned your teammate, Josh. Like, I loved that conversation because it felt like we were just chilling at the barbershop, laughing, cutting it up. And, you know, it's just that's, – that's always been a dream of ours, you know, to have those kind of discussions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That was For great. sure, man. So now, Dave, now we have – a little surprise a little. for the guest. Or not for the guest, for yeah. the listeners. So what Devin and I wanted to do was around, I think it was right after the coaches clinic or right in that mix, uh, we started the hip hop contest. And um, if you follow us on Instagram specifically, uh, we were promoting that really heavy. And man, we got tons of participation in that. If I'm not mistaken, we had a week where we had like almost – like three or 400 votes. It, it was, it was, it was pretty yeah, legit. Um, a, a, a lot of people that were involved and engaged 
it really helped uh, bolster some relationships with local artists, which was super dope and something that Debra and I are really interested in. But today, on the podcast, we're going to give y'all our top three songs that we received for the year. Our top three songs. Yes, so, sir. without any further ado, I'm going to introduce to you our third favorite song of the year. Uh, it was submitted by Joseph Gilbert. Hey, Devon, Joseph's got a little something going on right now, too, right? Yeah, yeah, he got an album that's out right now. You can go listen to it wherever you want to. It's hey. called More Love. Check that out. Joe, if you listen to us, we got to have you on the podcast sometime. We got to talk about your ministry and everything. We, we'll be super interested and in, we'd love to have you on the podcast. But let's play that track number three right now. Cut out all the bright, see the light in the night. I've been living in a shadow that's all right. See the light, I've been floating up the ground, take the flight. See the heights, I see you a little rattle, that's all right. See the light, yeah. Cut out all the bright, see the light in the night. I've been living in a shadow that's all right. See the light, I've been floating up the ground, take a flight. See the heights, I see you a little rattle, that's all right. See the light, yeah. Ooh, education personified. I run with rebels at different levels who occupied with distant devils who pushing pedals like nationwide. I'm just a vessel who's speaking lessons that testify. Ooh. About the king and his kingdom, I'll tell you now about the world and really living is breathing. I shine a light into the dark and it destroy all the systems. And everyone is raising up against the Lord and his wisdom for real. Ooh, be the light, be the light, shine bright. All right, man. Be the light, Joseph Gilbert. Good stuff, my guy. Super excited to check out your album that just dropped. Yes, Devon is right. We got to get you on the podcast to talk about it. Um, so before we do song number two, let's kind of go into what, you know, what came after Coach's Clinic. So after the Coach's Clinic, we had the opportunity to link up with our guys over at the Change Up podcast and talk about The Last Dance. Before we even talk about the podcast that happened that we did, which was epic, Super legit. If you haven't listened to it, please go peep that. It's so good. Bro, the last dance kind of captivated the audience. I mean, more than anything during the lockdown. Wouldn't you agree? Like, there was nothing even close, I felt like. So, the cool thing about the last dance was, like, in, like, American culture, there's hardly ever a time where everybody sits down and we're all watching the same thing like anymore so before it was like parents growing up if something happens on tv like fresh prince is on everybody can come back the next day you can talk about the episode right well in today's streaming culture that we have typically if something comes out well did you watch it yet did you watch it you know but espn had it that we were all watching it at the same time and so it was so good because like the stuff didn't come out on Netflix until like two months later. And like, you know, if you DVR it, you don't want to miss it because everybody's talking about it online and Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff. And all the pop culture references were, were like all surrounding. Like I felt like I was back in the nineties with everything was about yeah, the Bulls. And so that was, that was kind of cool to, to be around that. that space Man, it, it's kind of crazy. Cause like, like you said, I mean, the streaming culture, like it really kind of 
I mean, I don't really know much of anything outside of sports, like actual live sporting events, like the Super Bowl. Like everybody usually watches that live, right? Like, but like I don't know much yeah. of anything that people are on top of, like where they watch it in the moment. And so to kind of get into a space like where, you know, everybody's tuned in. And, bro, I remember you tweeting from the Dave and Dev podcast Twitter, which we kind of don't use because nobody really follows us. But I remember you sending out tweets like (laughs) that were getting like 50, 60 retweets because they were funny, but it was so timely. But everybody was tuned in. Everybody. If you made a reference and somebody was delayed by two minutes, like they were behind. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like the first time in my in a long time for sure. But, you know, that I can ever remember a non like live sporting event um, or a non live like event in particular, you know, like an award show or something like that, that that just everybody was tuned in, man. My wife was glued to the TV and she doesn't care a lick about sports yeah. like like you get Sheena interested. You, you did the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And see, that's the great thing about sports is that there's more to it than just the score on the scoreboard. There's, there's stories behind every player, and that's kind of what this podcast was about, is that we want to captivate these stories and how they intersect with faith. And it was a great way to kind of like dissect one of the titans in sports stories of, of the 90s Bulls and Michael Jordan with this huge personality. And then we could talk about it from the perspective of faith because everybody is talking about is talking about that for, you know, like what separated us was – getting to look at like Jordan's life particularly and talk about right. it from our perspective. So that was, that was a fun, that was a, that was a fun, I mean, geez, Dave, that was like five weeks. That I know it, is, it was crazy. Cool, man. Like, and just such a cool way to like wrap it up was to have the podcast. And just before the podcast, we recorded a, uh, we, we, we didn't record it, but we had like a little sit down with some people that were in our Facebook group which was super dope. And that was like, man, that was so cool to hear these different perspectives. Like I think on that call, I was probably the youngest person on that call on that zoom call. And so just to hear some different perspectives, people, people yeah, live in their yeah. glory days. You want to go but, back and live the glory cool, days, man. Just that different perspective. I mean, I learned things in that, that I'd never thought about, never knew about. So that was just cool stuff, man. And it really kind of, I think really brought sports fans particularly together um, in the time where there was nothing happening, you know what I'm saying? in sports at all. Um, so that was a really cool, cool time to do that. The podcast that came after was legit. Uh, shortly after that, we ended up having a podcast with Andy Owens. Uh, shout out to Andy, uh, campus director for EKU in the surrounding area high schools for FCA, uh, who also happened to know, yep a little bit about that background, having worked in the Chicago area right at the end of MJ's career. Uh, Super dope. Yo, my man wrote a whole paper in college about why MJ is the greatest. Yeah, shout out to Andy, man. That was a fun episode. Uh, Seems like things are going well for him right now. Um, If you don't follow him on any social media, you should. He's got a great one. Um, Great guy. So, yeah, that was fun. And then Bro, right after that, that was like uh, kind of mid-May, and uh, right after that was George Floyd. Oh, that's when the yeah, that's when that's when that guy kind of got 
all that started, and that was that was when we went as a country. It, we 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 we. I mean, the the problems were already there. They were just. But they were. I mean, in the season of COVID, they were amplified, they just magnified. magnified. So You're exactly much. right, and I think you and I sat down and we were like, we can't not talk about this. Um, and I, that first episode after with my pastor Scott, um, I know that was really raw for us. Uh, we were both. Um, you know, it was, it was a super raw episode that was like two days later. Um, and so I remember that being a, you know, a weird feeling. Um, but fun fact for those of you out there, that is our most listened to podcast ever. Um, so thank you guys for the support, um, and listening to that. We got a lot of great feedback on that podcast. Um, shout out to Scott for being on there. He talked to me the other day about it. (laughs) He, you know, he, he, yeah, which I, I you know, and I thought it was appropriate to talk to like we talked to like a yeah bunch we of almost did like an unclaimed I mean, pastor series like we never said it was a pastor series but we did five yeah. straight episodes with pastors, um, which was super legit yeah super legit. I mean, and think about like as a country we were still trying to figure things out, and I think it was really cool that we got to go to people who were figuring things out in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of like. A, and I'll call it like a, a virus pandemic and right. a racial pandemic that were happening at the same time and see how these pastors who are leading their congregations, like how are they thinking through these things and um, like to offer hope because sports, you know, ultimately our hope isn't in sports. Sports is fun. It's fun to talk about, but talk to the people who actually have like insight on these things. I think that was, that was a, a cool. Yeah, I totally agree, man. And it was, it was cool, man. You, if you go back and listen to those kind of run of five episodes. I mean, we went back to back to back to back to back on those. Uh, you know, we, we recorded every week for like yeah. six, seven weeks there in a row. And um, it was cool. And everybody was unique, right? So if you look, you have two pastors that we interviewed that were white and have black children. And then we interviewed three black pastors, right? And, and it was just so, yeah. it was so enlightening it was such good timing. Um, you know, I was reading uh, this this quote today, actually, and it was funny. It kind of spurred my memory or my thought process of this time frame was uh, it was talking about just like any time that you're wanting to make a change for something, a group of people, whatever, like you have to be seated at the table with them in the midst of that. Right. What you can't do is sit with people that are just outside looking in. Those people are helpful to bring to the table. But, like, they can't yeah. be the center of attention, right? And so, anyway, I just felt like we did that. Yeah. Um, and we heard different perspectives, unique ideas, thought processes. Um, they were super gospel-saturated. If you have, like, if you listen to this episode right now and you're like, okay, what's a handful of episodes that I should go listen to? Like, I cannot encourage you enough to go back to the episodes with Scott, Gerald, Joseph, uh, Jeremy and Harvey, that, like those would be my five that I would recommend all day. Like even when we got interviewed by EKU, they brought up the podcast with JD with Joseph. Like those are the one. Like I just, I'm just telling you, like those are the ones that like I would recommend. Um, I don't know about you, man, but so in that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to agree. I had to think about it for a second. So in yeah, those times, in that like five episode time frame. Like what's what's a moment that in particular stuck out with you? 
Man. So I remember when we interviewed Scott that like the night before I was watching like Atlanta in mm-hmm. Minneapolis burn. And then waking up the next morning and talking to him like without like a kind of like a loss of words of what's going on. That like that stuck out because I mean that's something that I'll remember. Like, how did you respond to this moment? It's like, right. We talked to a pastor. That's where we turned. <laughs> you know, and we just got to see his perspective on things. And I think it was kind of cool because so many times you look like in the, from the congregation to the pulpit, and you think like this pastor is like higher than everybody else sometimes. But like for him mm. to be honest and real in that conversation, it's like I don't know what to do right now. And like I'm asking you, what what do you think? Which is kind of which was kind of cool to think. Like okay, like he's he's human, and um, he's vulnerable in this situation too. Because I mean, it was a lot yeah. of shock and awe for a lot of people. But a lot of people were just shook by what was going on. Um, and I think that and uh, Gerald, man, Gerald, <laughs> man, I'm so glad we got to that man in. brought the heaviest heat. That was that was great. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it was really cool to talk to Gerald. Um, yeah, because he's he's older, he's like older pastor of, of the people that we interviewed. Um, like seeing his perspective and like it's like classic. Yeah, older pastor fashion is like to not. Yeah. he wasn't shook by anything. He's like, look, man, it, it's and I think like for us, like sometimes you're like so young, and you want to be so involved in like what's going on, and you like your emotions. Are like a roller coaster, but like so somebody solid, who's like that bro. rooted in the gospel that it just comes out. And how everything. necessary thought, man, was, that was that podcast? Great. That was bro. like those... for me, like especially reeling off the previous like two weeks of that. Man, that that was such a necessary conversation. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember hanging up. Like I remember, like exiting out of that podcast and going to Sheena and just being like, "That was, I, I've never." been a part of something that I needed more. I don't think like, like I just needed that kind of solidity in my life in that moment to just hear somebody that was just so rooted in the gospel um, and and to listen to, you know, just his wisdom and man, shout out to Gerald. And it was such a cool thing too, because like, again, that kind of roller coaster of emotions, like we kind of got that solidity that, that, uh, depth with Gerald and to come back the next week and listen to JD who brought that same sense of like confidence in the gospel with also like, Hey, like, but Hey, we have to do our part, right? We have to, we have to do our part in the spaces that we're in. And I think if you're listening to things that kind of challenge you um, to, to kind of be in that middle ground of like, okay, I can't get too high and I can't get too low. But what I can't do is stay still either, right? And that's kind of the way that, that those two yeah. episodes back-to-back made me feel. And, again, they were just so necessary. And, um, obviously, Father's Day with Jeremy and uh, Harvey the, the next week later. Uh, just some great times, man. Great episodes. Uh, I feel like those were almost out-of-body experiences for me. <laughs> like I was in the podcast, but I was really just listening and gleaning and learning from them. And um, it was cool, man. It was cool.
yeah, yeah, those those are those are some fun episodes for sure. So before we get into like the back half of the year, let's hit everybody with our number two song that we received. So the the number two song for us is "All Glory" by Shando, another Lexington artist. Man, talk a little bit about this track. Shando <laughs> is that man, though. Okay, facts. Shan- hey, listen. So, uh, Shando came out of nowhere, really. Um, so we had heard of him. Um, he had submitted his music to to the contest. And, like, he was kind of like a dark horse because he upset yeah. the champion at the time. And he got a lot of people. Like, he's got a really strong fan base. And he's another dude that I can't wait to get on the podcast. And, um, like, yeah, it was really cool. And this is why we do the hip-hop contest, so we can promote people who a lot of people might not have heard of before. And then, because I got a lot of comments bars. saying, this dude, can, he got bars. And so, um, Shando... Is in, is in the number two spot of all glory. Uh, shout out yeah. to him. I hope you all enjoy his song again. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm checking the balance. Prices go up, so I talk to a captain. Numbers is rising, can't pay with my talent. That drip running at the boy, needing the fountain. Of a seat and I'm moving these mountains. Do all my thing, chuck a deuce and I'm bouncing. Lyrics come easy, homeboy, it's astounding. I am so free, make it clearer than dancing. Girl, move aside, my wife is a dying. Watch by the blood, so I am so clean. I am so clean, man, I got the gleam. We all glowing up and now look at the team. I'm clapping on tracks and y'all wasting my time. Nothing this hand, he was paying my fine. Made in this image, I'm one of a kind. You rapping so lazy, recycling lines. Cleaning the temple, renewing my mental. Say you blockbuster, so boy, you a rental. Dog, I'm just playing, don't get sentimental. But God had the plan, so it's not incidental. Skin is like copper, and Jesus resemble. That's what I'm rapping, you know that I'm central. Flipping the story, I sung you like glory. I'm giving it up, then I give it all glory, like, yeah. All glory, all glory, all to my king. Look at my guy, he died in a tree. Look at my soul, he was setting me free. Yeah. All glory, all glory, all to my king Look at my guy, he died in that tree Look at my soul, he was setting me free Setting me free, letting me be Give me a plate that I'm eating this beat So had a price, but he's paying the fee I was locked up, then he gave me the key I got no chains, I put free on my tee Alright, once again, you guys just heard Shando uh, Give him a follow If you follow us on Instagram, we're gonna tag these artists But give these guys a follow Support their tracks, support their music um, these are good songs that um, they make great music. It's, uh, you know, if you've never listened to Christian hip hop and your first thought is that it's corny, like let these guys break that down for you. Cause I promise you between Joe and Shando, our number yeah. one artist and tons of other artists that submitted stuff. We even had non-Christian artists uh, submit tracks that we are definitely going to shout out and make sure that they get some support from us. Um, so as we went into the last sure. half of the year, uh, our recording slowed down just a little bit, but one really exciting thing happened. We hit our 50th episode in July. Uh, talk a little bit about that, Devin. Ooh. So, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> like, it shouldn't take us three years to get to 50. But, hey, listen, all right? We, it, it is what it is. We're here now. And so um, we got to 50 episodes. That was huge. We had our guest, Derek, on, on the podcast Derek was our first ever guest. Derek's super solid. He's not a pastor, but he just he still spits spits heat on a lot of different things. Um, 
I thought that episode was great. It was fun to reflect, to see what some things were going on. I mean, it's always good to like pause and take a take a second to see how far you come. And 50 episodes is great. And Lord willing, hopefully we'll hit 100. <laughs> it'll take us a lot quicker we should hit 100 than by three next years summer. to get there. That's the hope. But yeah, That's it was really cool, man. And, and Derek's our guy. We've known him for a long time. Um, and, and having the opportunity to have him on first and on the 50th, uh, he talks a little bit about our growth and, uh, man, before we move on or do anything else, like, I, w- I don't know about you, bro, but I just want to shout out everybody that's been kind of listening to us since day one. And I mean, it's really a handful of people like, um, that I can think of off top, but people that just came in and, and were willing to listen to us and listen through our episodes where we just shot the breeze I had no idea what we were doing. And those same people that were willing to give us legitimate, good, crucial feedback um, to kind of get where we are now, which is we're, we're not at any sort of pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? But we yes, are. As the, we improved so yeah. much. And it was only because of feedback. As the great urban, as the great urban philosopher says, back then they didn't want me. Now <laughs> Shout out Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike Jones. If you don't know his number, then you don't. You if you don't know his number, then way behind, you, like twenty you're years. You're way behind. behind. All right, listen, listen. I think that we started off. It was it was it was rough, but we got a good rhythm now, and I'm really excited for what the future looks like and the other interviews and the other content that we can have. Because at the end of the day, like podcasting, it is, is like it's it's just another art form. That's the way I kind of look at it. And so, like, just producing and sending out stuff and just seeing what people think and just hearing their feedback. And there's sometimes, like, even my own wife, she'll say, oh, that was a great episode. But then she'll also say, nah, that wasn't it. And, like, coming back the next week and then, like, figuring out what you can do to make it better. And, like, I think I speak on both of our behalves. Like, Like, we can't thank people enough that are willing to step into the spaces with us and be like, yo, that was so good. Like, I, I think you guys did this really well. But, like, I think I think as you guys move forward, you should tweak this. And so I've kind of, in this year, I've kind of learned a couple things because I've tried to be more engaged with, like, the part of me that wants to be creative. And one thing I learned is that, like, like it's important to accept and understand feedback. Um, but it's also important to, like, hey, like, I, this is my craft and I want to per, perfect it. But I also want to protect it as my craft, Right. And so I think it's interesting of how yeah. you can take how we take feedback like, and say, OK, like, let's make it our own. Right. And I think that that's what's really helped us is we haven't been unwilling to take feedback, but we've also kind of taken that feedback and made it our own. Yes. Which kind of got us Except, like the hip hop and the merch. The merch. We haven't even talked now. about the merch right. yet. That's that's coming. Yeah, all that that's stuff. coming later down the line. So yeah, we haven't um, talked about it. right after kind of the 50th episode. Again, we were kind of slowly recording. I think we were I think around this time things were starting to pick back up. Like I was back into the mix with work a lot more. Uh, so were you. I think we were kind of getting back into the swing of things a little bit heavier. Um, but we, we did. Rec- it got political for a it while. Got, it so got we, political um, for a while, though. We ended up having the opportunity to interview Dan Bennett. Um, who now is the official unpaid? Let me let me just put that out there. We ain't got. We ain't, he's he's the unofficially he's a, official, he's unofficially exactly, official of the Dave Devin podcast. Dave Devin Dan, when he's on, 
He's the third. Uh, he's the third wing. Um, but that guy came on and spit the heat a hundred days before the election. Yeah, he's, he's our Derek Fisher, our Kobe and Shaq. the Robert Ory. You know, um, <laughs> he stays winning. He stays winning. He's he's, he's Rodman. So I mean, just yeah. having that kind of presence on the podcast, like I just love, like again, like man, we I, this word that keeps coming to my mind is solid, and what I mean by that is like like these these people that are really confident in themselves and confident in their beliefs but also willing to stand in a space where not many people like to be in, in our time right now. Right. Like just that solid nature of these guys. Yeah, and Dan is you. one of those dudes that's just solid. Like, So it was, it was great because like Dan is, he's a pretty conservative dude typically. But Dan is, he's, like you said, he's just, he's just a solid guy. He's just going to tell you how it is. Um, and I love, like, how the way he talks about politics from the perspective of faith, which all Christians should be thinking about from the perspective of faith. He never told us how to vote. He don't tell you who to vote for. He just tells you this is what, this is the layout of what, how things are, and just put it in plain English. And uh, so I thought that was great um, to have him 100 days before the election and then a couple weeks after the election. I thought that was a lot of fun to have him have him on there and hear his thoughts on some things. Um, he really he, oh, he made some things clear for me. Like, I don't know about um, you, Dave. At the end of that episode, we asked him for some resources. And like just having those resources available uh, right around the election was actually really crucial. Uh, I, I remember going back and listening to that episode and just like, yo, let me think through this again, right? Like one more time, like before I go cast my vote, you know? And so anyway, just having that kind of voice of reason, um, it, yeah. it's so crucial, man. And and then right after that, we kind of <clears throat> uh, went into the NBA bubble, which was super fun, man, as a, as a, uh, as a fan of the NBA, as a fan of the game. So we talked a little bit about that. Um, got into what was going on in the school systems with, with my guy, Michael Borden, uh, Chadwick Bozeman's tragic, uh, you know, death shortly after was a, a podcast that was not super fun to record. Um, but around that same time, Devin, you, you had this brilliant idea and I, I, I ain't trying to gas your head up so much that you ain't going to be able to fit your head through the door, but like, let me just gas it up a little bit. You had a brilliant idea. Uh, you came out with a social media guide, um, and, and it was kind of just like, like yo, how can we present something that says, hey, look, like social media is a big deal right now. How do you maintain a good, faithful witness on social media? So can you talk a little bit about that, what your inspiration for was with that, what you felt like you learned in that process, why you created it? Um, yeah, I just want to kind of pick your brain on it. Yeah. So the when you got you get, first off, you kind of had me a little nervous when you talked about <laughs> bright ideas. You know, they don't come very often from this head over here. But uh, the one that did come out with the social media resource guide um, that came from, like, particularly being in a political season, you see a lot of uh, a lot of strife and commentary. And I I don't think like 
Like, if love believes the best, I want to believe the best of my Christian brothers and sisters. So I, I kind of wanted to be not saying that they were trying to be malicious on social media, but I wanted to, um, like, how can we have productive conversations that glorify God via this, this resource, this tool of, of social media? Um, and so I wanted to give people things to think through before they post and how to have these conversations and um what to think what to what are what are they thinking through before you post this article about someone else and he, i mean we got a lot of good feedback from it and even like looking back at it now there's some things that i might that i would like want to tweak um in there but that always happens <laughs> every time you submit something right, to the right. World, for the world to see you always say oh i wish i would have did this differently but i still enjoyed it and um i appreciate the people who helped me um who helped me get that resource out there and gave me corrections and whatnot. Um, I thought that this was like, even, even now, like to this day, I still post, like I still like reference that before I post things. And it was like, to me, it was like a response to what, like the typical cancel culture, like how can I still have productive conversations in a space with right. people, especially in a time where we couldn't meet face to face with a lot of people, because right. typically it was like, all right, let's just go get some coffee and let's talk it over. But now it's uh, it was like, if this is the only way I can I can communicate with you, um, let's see how I can communicate with you in like a loving way, so that I can make the light shine right. through social media, which is super super difficult. But like this, if this is the best I got, how can I do this in a productive, God glorifying way? So yeah, that's basically all. Of, absolutely man uh, if you have not seen it if you hit up our instagram page you scroll down just a few just a little bit um you'll see it right there it's in black um it's got multiple slides per uh per page i highly recommend it it's something that like devon said i used to reference i also use it for my own um like, hey, I probably should have done this better. Like, <laughs> like I use it for my own coaching and development in that because uh, if you're friends with me on social media, you know that I happen to post a lot of stuff that, like, I try to get people to think through and think about loving their neighbor. Um, hashtag love your neighbor, bro. Uh, and sometimes I just get really passionate about that. And uh, I think it's uh, really important to follow along and, and learn how to how we can more faithfully do that and love our neighbor, our Christian neighbors and our non-Christian neighbors as well. And so, man, I, I think that that was such an excellent like idea you had. It was an excellent um, execution of that as well. Um, before we get into kind of the last few episodes of the year, you want to go ahead and tell everybody what the number one song was that was submitted? All right. So the number one song, so this, you went, okay, I said Shando was a dark horse, and he was. Kind of came out of nowhere for me. But this guy really, facts. I mean, talk about making music in his bedroom, like, came out of, like, is more known for, for other things than rapping. The number one song yep. is from his rap name. He just goes by Titus, right? Just Boy. Titus, and it's Set Me Free Remix. Now, Listen, I had heard that this guy rapped, and we had tagged him and just to see what he would, what he could do and whatnot. And this is the great part about 
I love, love, love supporting local artists. Like that's something that Dave and I, before we started this podcast, that we wanted like we wanted to shout out local local people, including our local artists. And hearing Titus rap and having people like message me saying, Who is this dude? Bars. And finally getting a chance to hear him. I mean, he spit bars. And he he was the he was the champ. And no yep. one could beat him for a while. And it was kind of crazy. It took Shando to beat him. But uh, Titus is... Yeah, he, 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 he took really did, some, man. some people who were, who were good, too. But Titus... And I, I, I was... I mean, when I tell you, like, yep. the first time I heard his song, my jaw dropped. Like, oh, my gosh. And... Facts. It's a, it's a Facts. fan vote. So it's not... I mean, our vote kind of the same as everybody else's. And so... the Yes. And so... Having Titus win every week like that was like, oh my goodness, this dude—he's yep. he's getting a following. He's getting more and more votes every week, and so um, the number one song is Titus "Set Me Free" remix. social media man uh i'm pretty it's sure fire. he dropped at uh, least uh, an ep like two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago everybody's dropping tracks man but shout out to titus um a bunch of other people submitted great songs bro uh our guy mirage submitted a fantastic song um we had uh roos aka kevin ross we had chris jones um chris. we had a bunch of great tracks so shout out to all y'all that played uh we, we love that man that that was some of the most fun times doing this podcast was uh reviewing those songs and figuring out who we were gonna pit against each other and i'll never forget man every week me and devon would like be like yo who is gonna win this week like there was never a clear answer like i don't if i'm not mistaken we never have more than like a 10 percent separation right like they were all close yeah, yeah none of them were tight. really blowouts. They've all they were all really close. I think it was just fun just to see and like as the contest went on, like more artists that we would discover that we that we're just pretty much it's just free publicity. Like you know, we're shouting out their songs and they get to go compete against somebody else. For sure, man. For every sure. Week. So was, I thought that was it was legit, cool. man. It it kinda got us through the summer. Uh, it was also a cool time too, because we kinda found some uh 
some different sponsorship opportunities. We worked with uh, Justin over to Send Wood. Uh, we had our guy uh, yep. from Forever Blessed, uh, homie from Lexington. Um, and so then as we kind of yeah. like we're kind of racing towards the end of the year at this point, um, and about what a month ago, we like got together like, yo, we got to do some merch. Yeah, so the merch idea it's been floating has been around for it been floating around for a while like we we had wanted it to do it for we had wanted to do it for a while and then it finally it like all came together all at once and it's like oh shoot it's black friday we got to we got to put this stuff out and so i love it right love now fam i'm so glad that it Stay got to come that. out the way it did and uh like if you haven't had a chance to get your love your neighbor bro, love your neighbor sis shirts, um, we are uh, we got a crew neck shirts, mugs, whatever. We got stuff. Dave and Dev uh, logo on 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 all this stuff too. So if you haven't had a chance, yes. go get it. Be on the lookout. There's for more that. merchandise that's going to come out soon. Uh, so look for, look for that next season when we start recording and we shouting out shouting out that stuff again. Um, but Remember, your purchases don't just go towards us. They go towards another ministry that we're supporting for that time. And so um, you just, you buy our gear. Absolutely. Know that you're helping out a different cause too, which is awesome for us that we get to do this and we get to support other ministries and people doing their stuff. And like in our pursuit to support local artists, this could be, money to help this local artist out to record more music, to share the gospel through their music. Um, Just different ways and different, like different avenues that we're trying to like do our part in in supporting um, this, this local mission, our our mission of advancing God's glory. Absolutely. And really quick shout out on the merch tip uh, to my guy, Chris Bailey. Um, Ever since I moved to Indy, uh, this guy has been somebody that, one, has been a great brother in Christ, um, but but has also been a huge supporter of the podcast. Um, he actually helped arrange the entire setup. Yeah. Um, and so shout out to him, a faithful listener to the podcast, a faithful friend and brother. Uh, I appreciate you, man, more than you know. Um, and so enjoy the hoodie. Enjoy the shirt. You like, man, I, I want to give you all the merch because you just helped us out so much, man. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so Dave and Dev dot company dot site. I know it's kind of a weird name, um, but that's that's the site that it gave us. Um, but if you're friends with us on any social media platform, uh, if you follow us, like it's in all of our bios, all that stuff, go hit it up. Um, we have an automatic 20 percent off. That's that's still going on. Um, and so go check that out. Go, you know, support us supporting others. Hashtag support us supporting others. Like that's the message. It's huge. Yeah, and it's and the same thing goes with like merchandise. Merchandise is, is like art to us too. It was literally like art. Is like tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Like just help us out so we can get a better grasp of like what we can get out there. To, to get to get to people and so just tell us what you would like to be rocking um, out and to just anything that you would like to just support us in so 
I mean, we support a lot of yep. different uh, clothing companies, Christian clothing companies. And so, nope. to me, I don't know if you look at it like this, Dave, but it's not really competition to me. I'm not saying it's it's more like this merchandise that we're selling exactly. to help these other exactly. people. And, you know, we're we're about that, man. We're about out. ownership. Uh, we're about helping others, and that's what we want to do. And so, to kind of uh, wrap up the year in podcasting for us, um, you know, the last little bit we talked about football. We talked about MJ uh, with John. <laughs> we talked about. Um, you know, the, the different stuff that as the seasons were starting and everything like that. But other cool thing was we had the opportunity to be involved in the recording of a podcast with EKU, uh, which was super dope. Thank you for setting that up, man. Talk a little bit about that, what that yeah. was. Oh, man, I love our collabs. Um, yep. I don't know if you mentioned this earlier, but we did the one with the Change Up podcast earlier. And uh, so, but anytime we get a chance to do a collaboration in podcasts, I think they're always great. Because it's like another way that we can like get our messages out to to other people who might not have listened to us before. And so we did the Change Up podcast with our alma mater, EKU, and they just talked about um, what they called inter-ethnic friendships and kind of like how the podcast started, how do, how do we function, and what messages do we um, – do we send out to people who might not agree with us on certain diff- on certain topics? Um, it was cool. Um, the host was like a former coworker and my former uh, former teacher that I had. Um, so that was that was cool to um, to talk to them about those things. Um, I I think that I mean we got some feedback on that on that episode as well. Uh, I thought that it, that it went well, um, and I would love absolutely. To, to, you know, I, I just love collaborations with, with other people. And so, um, yeah, I, I, anytime we get a chance to, to get on someone else's and platform and hear talk that about as our faith, an invitation to invite us onto your stuff because we ain't trying to do it for clout. We don't care nothing about that. Like, we don't want, like, we're not trying to gain anything extra out of it. But we love talking to people and we love, you know, being able, like Devon said, to collaborate and talk about our faith and talk about things that are important to us and, uh, and really be able to gain new perspectives. And again, those sorts of situations that they, we learned a lot from them. And so anyway, that's fun stuff. We ended the, the last episode that we did one more time with our unofficial, official, unofficial, official <laughs> political analyst, Dan Bennett. Once again, two time on the podcast this year uh, with some just great nuggets on, um, you know, how we should be thinking through, processing through uh, the, the election results. And uh, as we move into to 2021 and uh, what that looks like yeah. for us uh, as a country, as Christians, things like that. Um, and so, man, just such good stuff that was super super wholesome and uh, we are so grateful for the partnerships uh, that we were able to form this year, the collaborations that we were able to form this year. And Devin, I don't know about you, my guy, but I cannot explain how excited I am for what we got on the way in 2021. I I ain't going to say nothing about particulars, but I'm just saying we got some cool stuff coming. Yes. Some of the guests, I'm really excited for yeah. everybody to hear coming up in 2021, Lord willing. Um, but, I mean, I'm Facts. talking hip-hop contests coming back for sure. Um, then 
The merchandise. Always yeah. good for real. But these guests, oh my gosh, the guests. You're gonna you're gonna love you're gonna love listening to these guys and hearing the Facts. hearts. Um I said guys, guys and gals, to listen to the heart about um just different topics and things that we're interested in. And then there's always, <laughs> you know, sports is crazy. We don't know what's going to happen in the sporting world. Exactly. Like, we, like we're literally playing it by ear every day if we're still going to have a season. So it's going to be great listening to that. Um, but, yeah, Dave, what's one thing – see, we didn't even talk about this before. Like, in, you know, we do like a pre-show little talk. We didn't even talk about this. So this is kind of off script. But what's one thing that – it doesn't have to be podcast related. What's one thing that oh, you're looking man. forward to? Uh, I think in overall, and I think the podcast is included in this. Like, I think overall, just growth, um, and and like seeing where things go, um, and finally feeling like I'm kind of in a place where uh, I won't move. Lord willing, <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know, I, I've moved five times in four years, uh, my yeah. family and I, and so. I think that coming up this year to to feel like, okay, we, again, Lord willing, will be here this entire year and beyond. And to feel just that kind of stability um, for the fact that the stability I'm, I'm praying will lead to growth um, and lead to us, you know, having more uh, time together as a family, um, being a better husband, being a better father, being a better leader within my work within my community, within my church, uh, leading this podcast with you better. Uh, I'm just excited about that growth. Um, I feel like the Lord, man, I can't, uh, I don't, I don't think I could even put words into how faithful he's been and always will be, but I've seen that so much this year, his sustainability, um, in the midst of the, the madness. And so I'm just grateful to, to, to feel that be, you know, reassured of, of that on a daily basis, man. So that's my long answer, man. What about you? Dang, Dave, you took all the good stuff. Uh, I would say growth is something that I'm excited for. Um, like in this season, like, Having uh, like one of the one of the things that stuck out to me like in our daily Bible reading was the word dwell and to, to like what does that mean to dwell with Christ and to be in that season and to have fellowship with Christ and to be like and to dwell with Him and just enjoy His presence like in this season like with all the craziness that happened this year like I loved that that piece of it and it changed my whole perspective of it. Um, I got to, I loved getting to grow in a deeper relationship with my wife, um, with, and then have deeper relationships with other, um, other believers around me. Um, I think that was something that was, that was great, but I'm looking forward to see how those relationships will change and how they'll grow, um, coming up and just, and it's it's the same. I know it kind of sounds cliche, but like dwelling with Christ mm. again, like continuing to just be to just be there and just enjoy His presence, no matter what the circumstances are. Just to know that um, mm. that my like Christ is my solid foundation, and so those are some things that I'm looking forward to 
in the next year. Oh, and I'm also uh, looking that a, forward to the Browns in the Super Bowl. But uh, is, you know, is that a you know, you know, you know, y'all are feeling <laughs> super hey, confident. Man, listen, we feeling confident over here. All right, we we yeah, night. No, we can't. We ain't. We ain't gonna win the Super Bowl. But listen, if if it does happen, if you thought I was crazy for the for the Cavs, that's winning, and I'm the biggest Cavs fan that people probably ever know, like, but deep down inside, there's just this love for little brother, and the Browns are just it's over that little guy that just you know he's never gonna do it. But if he does it, if he does it, that's a oh fact. Gosh, I, we are recording that that's night. A fact. Listen, man, I hope for your I'm sake. Getting, I'm I getting mean, rowdy. I, I know I'm that. Man, I don't even want to talk about my sports team, so we're just going to stop there, man. Um, I mean, you and I are both Ohio State fans, and we don't even get to see them play the big game this year. So, like. No, okay, hold up. I'm glad they were talking about sports just for, for just, a, just a second. Michigan fan, if y'all, y'all are so soft. Y'all are so that's so soft. You you knew what was about y'all about to get forty piece. You saw what the spread was. The spread was thirty. It was the largest spread ever in the series history. And Harbaugh in his last kind of way tried to try to save his job. Cancels the game. Like this whole season he's been talking about how, you know, it's overrated, COVID's overrated, we don't we're we're not looking at this the right way. All this stuff. But when it Dude. comes down to the game, you cancel it. That's so soft. It, I mean, it, I can't. I can't. Oh, hey, I saw somebody I'm share sick, today that, that. Uh, like he makes the me biggest sick. win of Harbaugh's career was the fact that they got he got this game canceled. <laughs> I said, oh shoot. Hey man, I listen. I I can't imagine that Gosh. he's back next year, man. After how terrible they were this year, I can't imagine he's back. <laughs> no, please, he's our. No, please, uh, he's shoot, our best man. player. Well, hey, listen. Let let me say, you know, as your as your co podcaster, co host, man. Thank you for you. Uh, this year was a really strange year for everybody, uh, but I just appreciate your honesty week in and week out. Uh, we were. Like, I think that, you know, you, you mentioned emotional roller coaster. That's like my middle name. Um, I'm, I'm an emotional dude. I, and like, I just so appreciate and respect your solidity in my life as a brother, um, as a friend. Uh, thank you for allowing, you know, me to have a space to be vulnerable and like maybe say things that weren't right or incorrect or, uh, maybe we're off kilter and you always were there to, to support me and um, be there to help, you know, guide me in the right direction and, and really ultimately like point me back to Christ. Um, and so I just appreciate you for that. Uh, I love doing this together with you uh, for the people out there that if you don't know Devon, like um, just know that this guy is just unbelievable as a friend and brother. And uh, I- I'm grateful that we get to do this together and I'm looking forward to many, 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 many more episodes uh, for, for years to come. And if, if we never make a single dime off of anything we ever do, if we never earn any more followers, we never gain any more clout, uh, all of it will be still worth it to, to do this with you and to uh, love others well through this platform and hopefully to point them to Jesus like 
we point one another to Jesus, man. Big facts. Amen, brother. I'm just a beggar trying to tell all the beggars where to get the bread. Absolutely, man. Well, hey, listen. Yeah, that's thanks, all I babe. got I for it. 2020. It's a wrap. What a fun year in podcasting. What a crazy year outside of that. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful, and I, I'm super hopeful and super excited uh, yeah. for the Lord to do some really cool things through the podcast for next year. Same, man. Same. 2020 has been fun. Peace.